All right, we begin, Baruch Hashem, we're blessed to begin another day, we're blessed to begin our life, as we know that the gift of, of life is the gift to, to be able to, to, to strive, to grow, to change, to move forward, to to be able to um, grow. Grow means to, to change, to develop. Uh, that is one of the biggest challenges that we have is the, is the fact that we want to stay, stay the same and uh, we don't, we don't want, want to change. And even, even when you change, even when, when a person changes, what's, what's ironic about change is that even when a person is changing for the better, and even if a person is doing things that are uh, better, so what happens is, is that we don't want change. So a person will, will reject even when things are better for him. So it's not only that, um, you know, when things are, you're changing, <coughs> you're changing and things are worse. But any type of change a person will be very, very um, resistant of because it's uncomfortable. And especially the Sahara, it's uncomfortable because we're not used to it. Like, like I, I say, if a person woke up in the morning and he looked in the mirror and, he was, and he was, uh, his nose was perfect and his eyes were perfect and his face changed and he, he looks exactly like the, the movie star that he wished he looked like, so you'd scream and you'd panic and you'd run and you'd be like, oh my gosh, who am I, who am I? But what do you mean? You change, this is who you've been dreaming to want to be. So the answer is no, that, that is very scary. A person is very comfortable being himself. It's ironic because we're comfortable uh, being ourselves, but, but then at the same time, we reject and we don't want to be ourselves. But at the same time, when we begin to change ourselves and we get a new perspective and we have a new whatever it is, uh, so then that's very, very difficult for us. And um, Chaim, life, is Simcha. Simcha, as we, we know, Rabsham Shemrafal Hurst says that Simcha and Smicha are the same words, which means, which means to grow and to go out of your comfort zone, to go out of what you're comfortable that is exactly what life is, and that's what happiness, that's exactly what happiness is. My people, we were learning last night in Derech Hashem, um, and it says, the Ramchal says over there, that the neshama is very sad a little bit in this world. It's hard for the neshama in this world because the neshama has a purpose. The neshama has a very clear purpose, and it's not able to accomplish its purpose while it's in this world. And anything that can accomplish its purpose in a certain circumstance will be very, very frustrated, will be very, very down, because I'm not able to, to live, I'm not able to live and I'm not able to, to uh, develop and to be who I wanna be. So so too each and every one of us, when a person finds himself to not be happy, when a person finds himself to, to not be uh, someone who's growing and doing his his thing, so it's very very frustrating, because that's that's part of the tachlis 
that a person is put in this world. The person is put in this world to say, okay, how can I be me? How, what's the best way for me to be me? Now, Hilchus Lashon Hara, as we know, um, as we'll, we'll learn in Mirtashem uh, today, um, but uh, Hilchus Lashon Hara is, is so crucial to, to all of this because um, as long as a person is, is living in someone else's world and hakina, v'ataiva, v'akavad, which are all things that are, that are based on other people, Right, kina, taiva, and kavod. Okay, taiva is a uh, may, maybe not as much, but kina, jealousy is all. Um, I can't enjoy what I what I what I'm doing because because I'm jealous of somebody else is doing better than me, or doing um, has more than me. Kavod is I need other people to recognize me, and and those are all natural things. That's why the Mishnah says akina, taiva, kavod, motzidas adam olam is it basically makes it very difficult for you to exist in this world. You can't enjoy this world. You can't live you. I can't live me because I'm so worried about other people. I'm so worried about other things. And, and my head, no matter, I could be doing the best thing in the world. But then there's someone else. Uh, and, and, and my neighbor, my roommate, whoever it might be. There's someone, it could be your brother. It could be, could be someone else is, is, is challenging you. Um, and, and, and you can't really, you know, you can't enjoy and love what you're doing because you're so busy with thinking about other people. And, and when, when a person is in the world of Lashon Hara, when a person is in the world of Lashon Hara and he's in the world of other people, which is one and the same, we only speak Lashon Hara when we're, when we're focusing on other people and we're focusing like we left, we ended off Yesterday's shear, right? Yitzi wrote this out beautifully, right here. <clears throat> I'll say what we said at the end of yesterday's shear, which is so important, um, right? This is amazing. Fall in love. When I'm saying fall in love with yourself, when you love someone, you spend time with them, you want to get to know them. You, you will do whatever you can for them, right? So, so too, when a person wants to learn to, to fall, when a person wants to learn to fall in love with himself, the pshat is, when you learn to fall in love with yourself, it means that you are invested in yourself. It means you're spending time figuring out yourself and figuring out what it is that, that, that you want and what you need. As opposed to when a person is speaking Lashon Hara, and a person is in the world of, of other people and other, you know, situations, and, 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 and just to Chazrover, this is something on a daily basis. It's not something that a person, um, you know, can just enter and then he's there. He got it. A person doesn't just wake up and say, okay, you know, that's it. Like, I'm going to, from now on, just focus on myself, and I'm not going to worry about anybody else. It's something that a person needs to, to review and the chazer over all the time because we're bombarded with, with other people's agendas. We're bombarded, especially once a person gets married and he has to deal with his, his spouse's world, right? which is a lot of times where shalom bias, where problems have, people have difficulties in shalom bias because everyone is in the other one's world. Each one is trying to fix the other person, 
as opposed to fixing oneself. But, and then you have your in-laws, then you have your brother-in-law, then you have, you extend your, the people in your, in your world. And that's why we, we say, when a person's here in yeshiva, specifically here in this yeshiva, and a person has the ability to really, really, really love himself more, and really go ahead and, 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 and you know, invest in himself. You know, people think, oh, loving myself means, you know, uh, you know making myself feel good. Right? Making myself feel good, um, which is a part of loving oneself. But, 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 but the greatest way that a person can love himself is to really, really, um, you know, spend, spend time. I think we've spoken about this once with the five love languages, if you're able to do that with yourself. Right? If you could do the five love languages with yourself, um, words of affirmation, you know, you look in the mirror, or you, you know, listen on Spotify, whatever it is, of words, right? If your love language is words of affirmation, so you could say that to yourself, oh, I love you, I love you, uh, thank you so much. Or you could say, I love you, um, if you have uh, uh, qu- spending quality time, spending quality time. You go out by yourself, you know, and you, you, you spend time with yourself, right? Gifts, you could buy yourself something. You buy yourself, uh, you know, something... Makes you feel good. Okay, physical touch might, might be a little bit hard, you know, to do that. Maybe you could get a, right, Rabrafi, get, get, a, get a good massage. You know, I guess that's, uh, you know, you treat yourself. Maybe you take a, a nice hot shower, you take a bath. You, that, maybe that's also physical, I'm not, I'm not sure. And acts of service, that for sure you could do for yourself. But, okay, I'm not getting into the lumbus of five love languages for yourself. But the, what? Yeah, right, exactly. But, but what's the point? The point is, is that's the same thing. When you want to get to know somebody, that's the relationship between a husband and a wife. The ultimate relationship between a husband and wife is you get to know, right? I want to get to know her. I want to get to know you. I want to spend time with you. I want to understand you. I want to be totally, 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 totally obsessed in a healthy way. Obsessed in a healthy way of you, right? So when a person does that, as Rabbi Yisrael Salantar says, is that you, your, your whole life is here to get to know yourself. So how are you going to get to know yourself? How are you going to get to know yourself? What? Yeah, please. I think Rabbi Yisrael Salantar uses the word to be like uh, committed. Correct, committed to yourself, right? I'm all in with myself. Correct. And you know what's another thing? Another thing is is, is where discipline comes in. Discipline comes in also in loving yourself. When you love yourself, then you, then you have certain demands from yourself. You have certain expectations from yourself that I, I'd like you to you know, do certain things. When a person doesn't love himself, when a person doesn't love himself, so then he's given up on himself in certain areas. He's not, he's not spending the time and energy. And what happens is, as Yehuda Mattel Hatzadik was telling us yesterday, and it's so so scary. Thank you so much, Itzi. It's so so scary um, in in our relationship with our with with in the future as things are headed. Is that is that you know you know they're they're they're. I know when I go when I travel with my children. I know there used to be there was a time. I remember when we were when I was growing up. And we would be traveling in a car together. 
So, so it would force us to spend time together, any time really, I mean, meaning even when you were at the supper table, you know, the dinner table. But now, because of the distractions and the, and the um, phones, what, what has happened is, is that a person will, will not have, tr- will have so much trouble spending time with himself or with other people just because it's much easier, whether, however they did it with the dopamine Whatever the the um, however the, whoever whatever the, the the way it works with your cell phone that that's more stimulating, right? And it and it gets your brains or it's the beeps or the colors. I know there's a whole uh, you know method that they've created. You know that people get stimulated from looking at screens. I don't know all the science behind it, but what's the point? Is that it's difficult. So, so when you're 10, 12, 13, 14 years old, so you don't have time to process emotions. What, when do you ever? When is a person ever going to get have time to process emotions? Um, if 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 he's always being distracted from his emotions, you're distracted from your emotions, and you never know. Uh, you know how to, the, why, why is it that this generation has trouble feeling? I don't know how to feel. Yes, for nothing. For, for the for the light, for the real light, and this is a, a artificial light, right? Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yes, Ben. Personally, I like music a little too much, and I'll listen to it every. If I'm not aware, I'll listen to it on all my frequency. One thing I noticed is that if I do that, I don't have time to not just process emotion, but also to process thoughts, to process breath. Right. Right. Every Beautiful. Right. 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 Oh, man. Beautiful. Beautiful. Right. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the things that I say is Shabbos. It's not. People say they struggle with Shabbos and they struggle with their phones and they struggle with the vaping or whatever people struggle with. And I, I always say it's not. A, it's not really. It's nothing to do with Shabbos. You couldn't, you couldn't put your phone down on Tuesday either, you know, the, because we're so, we're so um, used to, we're so used to, um, you know, you know, sleeping with our, with our, with our phones, sleeping next to it. The first thing a person does is he's, he's like, you know, let me check. What am I checking for? What, what are you checking for? What, what is it doing for your life? And it's something that's very, very dangerous because it's, it's. It's taking away the time that we're able to spend with ourselves. I think that's the point. Taking away the time to spend with yourself. And that's really where Lush and Hara, and I, and I, and I, and I, I can't say this enough, is that, that God willing, when you'll date your wife and you'll go out with your wife, you, know, you want to you make sure that the person who you're dating 
and the conversations. It's one of the things that I ask guys when they're dating about, about, about their relationship with the person they're dating is that do you guys, is, is she interested in talking about other people? Not does she talk about other Sometimes people, we slip up. Sometimes we get focused on other people because we're a human and that's natural. But is, is, are, are, is that person interested? I know there are people who every conversation, I'm being serious, I have people who I know that every conversation that I have with them, right, it, 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 it's, they're obsessed with talking about other people. They, they need to talk about other people, which to me, I have zero, absolutely zero interest in talking about. Okay, you want to talk about, to help somebody, you talk about people you care about, you know, okay, I'm, I'm not, not saying extreme, but the point is to really, really remind oneself, and it's very hard, it's very hard because of the news and because of the, 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 the did you hear what's going on, and the, the news, the news is, and I'm, I'm saying this, Saying this for real, the news is terrible. Even the even the Jewish from news is very very. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how. It's no different. Over time, it's going to be no different than any news. You already see in some of the from news uh, things, they already have pictures of you know things that might be a little bit you know I'm going to say on sneers, but they'll have pictures of women. Meaning it's not. There's, there's no. There's no. Uh, there's no hashkacha on, on it. There's no, nobody's, nobody's watching it. It sells. Whatever sells, sells. Whatever sells, sells. A person has to be very, very, very careful to, to live in that world. You want to try as best as you can to live in your world. To live in, 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 in your world and to really, really fight against, fight against that flow of, of, of everyone else. Someone had, yeah, Yosef. We're just going to make a... Um, I actually just noticed, like, on the new iOS update there's like a focus button so it's kind of cool now that iPhone is actually acknowledging how distracting they are themselves and they're now and then your eight star tells you oh look it's not so bad it's like the focus I put it on this and iPhone ain't interested Yosef don't fool yourself to think that that the iPhone has any interest in you putting it down yeah. and yeah. Um, I also wanted to just give a shout out to you yeah. because mentioned that I realized that I did the same exact thing with my kid the night before and it was and I'm like oh I didn't even realize I did it until you had mentioned it and then a Rebbe in Yeshiva came over to me yesterday and he was just he asked me he's like I, I feel bad asking but like why doesn't everyone after this whole entire discussion just take their phones and like put it into this pit and just light it on fire and, and move on a bit faster and and I basically said that you would have said it, and now I, I even acknowledge it. And I remember like five years ago, I mentioned to Rebbe about phones that, that my old yeshiva would get kicked out if you had a phone and something like that. And Rebbe mentioned that this immature way of, uh, of dealing with it. And like, and, 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 um, and I think now that I was able to acknowledge it, now I'm going to be able to deal with it in a healthy way. So how did I deal with it in a healthy way? That the second I heard you would have say that, and then I came home, and I took my phone, I, and my wife saw I put my phone like on the top of the shelf somewhere, and she said, can you take my phone also? And she put it all the way on the top of the shelf. And then we spent like a few hours with my kid, dinner and everything, and it was like a totally different like three, four hours before we went to sleep. Beautiful, 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 amazing. Amazing. And, and I wanna say something for everyone here, is that 
is that listen to how dangerous, meaning it's so beautiful what Yosef is saying in Yehuda, um, but listen to how dangerous this is because as time is going to develop and, and, and time moves on, and you know, a person could be, they don't, they're not even going to have that consciousness at all. You know, it's not even going to enter, you know, their world, uh, you know, to know, you know, what, what that's like. Like, what is it like to sit at a dinner table um, and that everyone actually talks to each other? Like, what? What does that mean? Like, why would everybody sit at a dinner table and actually talk to each other? Like, what does that mean? Well, I don't know. I don't know how to do that. That's the problem. We, 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 uh, you know, you talk about anxiety, you talk about anxiety, I don't know, I don't know what the next level of anxiety is going to be where people can't have conversations with people, where people are afraid to interact with other people in a, in a, in a normal, um, you know, way um, is, is something that I'm sure is on the rise. I'm sure it's on the rise of just having a simple you know, conversation without amazing um, anxiety or amazing um, disconnect from oneself and the person. So it all begins, it all begins with, with purity of speech. It begins with a person uh, not living in someone else's world uh, because that's when we suffer. A person suffers mentally when they're living in someone else's business, whether you're trying to fix uh, someone else's business, God's business, you're trying to fix God, you're trying to fix his world, or you're trying to fix your someone else's. I want to change someone else, right? I, I spoke to someone yesterday and they were in so much pain and I felt terrible. And their whole entire, whole entire pain was based on the fact that my father will, will, will and, 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 I, and I know what he means, I know what he's talking about, but it was so painful to watch him just be like, you know, my father, you know, will, will, is, is like this and I need him to be different. And, and, I, and I said, I, I read him the quote, and I, I'll read it over here. You know, I read him the quote, which is, which is a very powerful quote, which is, um, which is, if you have told a child a thousand times and he still does not understand then it is not the child who is the slow learner. If you have told the child a thousand times and he still does not understand, it is not the child who is the slow learner. Which basically means if you, if you expect from someone something over and 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 over, year after year, week after week, they're not the, they're not the problem, you're the problem. It's like unbelievable. And, and we fall into that trap. And we fall into that trap. And we like, a person can live his whole life. A person can live their whole life waiting for, for, for their mother, for their father, for their brother, for their cousin, for their boss, for their somebody to be someone who they will never, ever, ever be. And like I always say, if you walk by a cat, you know, and you expect the cat to bark, Right, and every time the cat doesn't bark, you're like, "What is going on over here?" Right? Then you're, there's something wrong with you. You know that cats meow and dogs bark, but when it comes to people who are close with us or expectations, 
of, right, why is my father not giving me the love that I want him to give me? I, he, he'll, he'll never give you the love that you, that you want him to give you. He, he never did, and he's uh, 70 years old, or he's 50 years old, or he's whatever it is, right? Okay, okay, that, so, so yeah, that might be hard to swallow. Might be hard to swallow, but as long as you're living in that world that you want, right, that you want things to change and you want situations to change and that's your focus, then you will continue to suffer. You will continue to suffer mentally on that. Yes, Rabbi Akram. Maybe it's not, it's not Kashur talk. Today's year was more yesterday. It bothered me the whole day. I think one of the, I think the other asked um, the same way a person that's smoking and drinking and, and, and watching things is machul, the same way we are machul to take care of business, everything, pay the bills and everything, I'm machul to that. I'm also, and I, I had in my head the whole day that I'm, I'm really, I'm not free, I can't do whatever I want. Right. I'm, I need to do so many things. Right. But it did hit me in the night that we all, we, we all machul for things that are creating things. I'm not machul to things that are just waste of time after watching an hour and a half something just go to sleep you feel empty but if you when you when you do all these things that you machul to, to like paying the bills and getting the the house running you get these moments with your kids and after spending an hour and a half with your kids you feel like a million dollars you know that you just created life right so uh, yeah we are machul but we're machul to building beautiful things right beautiful beautiful Yehuda where is that where is that um where is that book? Where is the, um, the Rabbi Sachs? I want to read something based on what uh, you had that. I'm sorry about Sorry to. Yeah. You just, Rabbi Ackerman just, just uh, reminded me. Sorry. Thank you. Um, and something that I read, um, which, I, which I think is so powerful, from Viktor Frankl. Viktor Frankl from Man's Search. Thank you. From Man's Search for Meaning, Logotherapy. So Viktor Frankl was in was in the concentration camps. And, um, and listen, listen to what he says. Listen to what he writes. Listen to what he writes. Um, and it's, uh, it's, very, it's very intense. It's an incredible book that I suggest everybody read. Um, and he says like this. He says, we who lived in the concentration camps can remember the men who walked through the huts comforting others, giving away their last piece of bread. They may have been few in number, but they offer sufficient proof that everything can be taken from a man but one thing. Everything can be taken from a man but one thing. The last of the human freedoms. To choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. To choose one's own way, right? So, so what does that mean? It means that, that, that reframing, when a person reframes, um, it means that we can change the way we see them, and this itself changes the way we feel. When a person is able, right, we can't change our circumstances. Right here you're talking about a person who is in, we can't even imagine, what it is to be in Auschwitz, and he's saying that 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 he he realized. There's another another quote that I was going to say. I read this yesterday. It's just incredible. It's like 
it's really unbelievable where, um, where, where, here. Where is it? Yeah. He says that, um, that the Nazis, Yamat Shumam, he says as a prisoner, he says, um, the Nazis took away everything that made people human, their possessions, their clothes, their hair, the very, their very names. And he says, before being sent to Auschwitz, Frankel had been a therapist specializing in curing people who had suicidal tendencies. And in the camp, he devoted himself as far as he could to giving his fellow prisoners the will to live, knowing that if they lost it, they would soon die. And really, what, what, what I think the point is that, um, that, that he says, it, it, it did not, it, the, the point that he's saying is that, is that no matter what a person's circumstance is, what changes a person's uh, life is not what happens to him. It's not what happens to him. And that anyone can take away anything from a person. Possession-wise, physical-wise, yes, you could, you could, you could, you could do something, or things can happen to a person. But my decision of how I want to live my life internally, whether I want to be happy, whether I want to look at the situation a certain way, nobody can take that away from me. Which I think, by the way, which is a little bit of a segue, which hopefully we'll get a chance to learn today and where we're up to in Masil Yasharim, where HaKol Bidei Shamayim Chutz Miyira Shamayim, which means that, that at the end of the day, whether you have money, whether you have um, um, a, a job that you're happy with, whether you have um, a, a family that you dreamed of, whether you, whatever it might be, whatever it might be, whatever circumstance you're in, no matter what circumstance you are in, there is one thing that you can do, no matter what is going on. That is, you could tap in to Hashem, and you could tap into the fact that this is exactly what I'm supposed to have. This is exactly the way things are supposed to be. And a person can be free. And when I say the word free, it means that I am in total control of my feelings. I'm in total control of my thoughts. I'm in total control of my day. And when a person lives like that, when a person lives like that, and a person reminds himself to live like that, he's living on a different planet. Because most people walk around <coughs> waiting for other people to make them happy. They're waiting for physical things, circumstances to make them happy. They're, they're waiting for for something in the future to change that will make me live the life that I want to live. As opposed to, I am the one who can make a decision today. I can make a decision now in how I want to live my life and how I want to feel about things, how I want to look at things. And, and, and that's something that, that takes time, it takes patience, it takes, it takes review, it takes consistency for a person to chazer over it, for a person to review over, like we say, every day. It's not about like, okay, now I become a person who's a healthy person, 
Now I become a positive person. I just became a positive person. You don't become a positive person. You, 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 it's a muscle, it's a muscle that a person wants to constantly review and say, okay, how can I be more positive? How can I be somebody who's more open and free? How can I not be someone who's affected by, by the, my surroundings? How can I be someone who is, who is true to myself no matter what is going on? Question, comment, somebody had their, uh, oh yeah, Rafael. I want to share a small thing that happened this morning. It's a mamish mishamayim that read this. Yeah. I was getting my kids out of the house this morning. Okay, yeah, louder, louder. Sounds like a good one, yeah. And um, I was getting my kids out of their house this morning, and uh, um, one of my kids like has asa, and asa was out outside already honking, and I'm getting out quickly, so uh, whatever. I myself was late, whatever, and um, my, uh, my daughter and my son were fighting with each other. And my son was like running after my daughter, like uh, in his hand with the whipper. And meanwhile, the Hassad is honking, and I'm like, and I'm late for chakras and whatever. And, and I lost it, and I, I scream at my son. I said, you better, you better not hit her now. And like, I, I, I like, said it in a, in a way that wasn't so... Um, I was angry. I got angry. The chadayim in the skira. I got angry, and 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 I was that. I got him out. Whatever. So, and when I uh, when I got the shakas, I was like getting ready to the front door. So now it's time to do chuba. I was thinking, you know, how should I handle such a situation the next time? And I was really thinking, like, in such a situation, was I able not to get angry? Because the asad is honking. He might run away. He's running after after his sister to to, to to hit her. What am I supposed to do not to get angry? I'm like I'm like I, I wanted to like do chuba for for getting angry. I'm like I don't know, I don't really know if I was able not to get angry in such a in such a situation. And if people in the Holocaust were able to, to give other people uh, the lessons of food and to think of other people in such situations, so I guess I was able also not to get angry. Wow, amazing! Wow, wow, wow! Wow, I, I respect your uh, I respect your being so open about about uh, about your 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 mourning. That's unbelievable, unbelievable. And the fact that you're here, the fact that you're here, you know, uh, trying to work on yourself. And just that, I hope everyone uh, can 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 understand. You know, Rav Hillel is a person who who is constantly working on himself. He sits in Masil Shasharim. Um, uh, every day, uh, he's a Talmud Chacham, and he's talking about his children. And, and I give everybody here a bracha that the same exact thing will happen with you and your families. Your children, the carpool and the bus is going to be beeping, and one kid is going to be beating up another one, and you're going to be running late. And you know that that's 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 a normal <laughs> that's a normal uh, occurrence, healthy life, and. Uh, and, and unless you're going to be able to wake up, and when I say wake up, I don't mean physical wake up, that's the, that's the easy part. The easy part is, is waking up, uh, the hard, physically. The hard part is uh, to wake up uh, emotionally and to ask yourself that question, and to ask, was I not able, was I, was I, was I able to not get angry? Was I able to, 
to, uh, you know, to, to choose differently, to choose differently. And I think that's a very, that's just a great question. It's a great question uh, to ask, and uh, that's an amazing story. Thank you. I have nothing, uh, yeah, yeah, please, yeah, yeah. I had the same thought like by when Rebbe was reading that book from Viktor Frankl. It, it's hard. Sometimes when you're in a situation that you're really, you can't, you, you can't see anything. You're right. in a dark place. You right. just cannot see. I, right. It's just not. And you get a spark from Hashem suddenly. Right. You get a spark from Hashem. You, right. You could have wake up in the morning with a better mood and everything would go. Right. Yeah, right. you would chill. Sometimes it's really, you don't have control. Course, You're course. really... Yeah, yes. So those people in the Holocaust, it was or natural... I don't know, I'm just... I'm, I'm thinking. It was a natural personality, or Hashem gave them like, like a spark. Yeah, I mean, he, he, said, he says over here, Viktor Frankl... He was able to change people's views from that down... Well, well he said... Listen what he says. He says... He says there's a quote from the book. You should read the book. He says, and I quote, he says, um, he says, yeah, that's what we just, yeah, that's what we quoted, right. I'm saying maybe. No, but he says, listen to what he says. He says, he says, the facts don't change. The facts don't change, but the way we perceive them does. Frankel writes, listen to this. Frankel writes, he was able to survive Auschwitz, and we can't even imagine. can't. We can't. We have no. We have no frame. We can't even begin to imagine what Auschwitz was. He says, "I." He was able to survive Auschwitz by daily. Listen to this. By daily seeing himself as if he were in a university, giving a lecture on the psychology of the concentration camp. Everything that was happening to him was transformed by this one act of the mind into a series of illustrations of the points he was making in the lecture. And quote, he says, by this method, I succeeded somehow, somehow, in rising above the situations, above the sufferings of the moment, and I observed them as they were already of the past. Now that doesn't mean, I just want to be clear, I mean, I, I don't know what I'm saying, I, I can imagine, it doesn't mean that it wasn't challenging. It doesn't mean that, that a person, when his, uh, you know, when, when, when he's having, when you're having a bad day, or you're having a bad moment, or like Raphil explained it, which actually is a, you know, is a, is a beautiful moment. It's beautiful hindsight, um, and it's beautiful as we're talking about it, and when, when it, happens to somebody else, it's like, yeah, we could all smile. But when you're in that moment of, of, uh, of you know, whatever's happening, you feel, you feel like you're, like, you feel like you can't do anything. But, but the point is, is that when you're not in that moment, when you're not in that moment, and when you're in good moments, and when you chaser over and you review over and over and over again, and you constantly or teaching yourself and reframing to say, I can choose in the morning when I get out of bed. I can choose on a random day when, 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 when carpal is not beeping and when the kids are not fighting. And I could choose 
to, to be happy with who I am and with what I am and I'm able to learn to live like that, then, then when those difficult times come, when those, yes, if a person is always, you know, telling himself negative things and he's not focused on the positive, and this, so there's no way you're going to be able to do that when things are difficult. There's no way. But when a person trains his brain, when a person trains himself, when a person works on himself to, to constantly be looking at, it's not the external. It's not what anyone else is doing. It's not what anyone else is saying. It's not what, whether there's money in the bank. It's not whether, whether you know, the weather is, is good. It's not whether my wife is acting a certain way or not, or my roommate, or my boss, or whatever situation you're in. It's not that. It's my ability to, to live within myself, to be true to myself and to be tuned in to myself with Hashem, right? It's very, very personal. It's very, very personal. Then I think a person can do it. It's not those times that are going to, those times can wake us up, and those times can say, wow, how much tuned in to myself and true to myself am I, or not? But um, I think that's the key. And the key is, I think, to, to, to really, really, um, um, what's the word? To be proactive within oneself. <clears throat> to really be proactive in that pursuit of positivity and love and connection and per- personal. To really hone in on who I am, what I am. Menachem, you had something? Oh, okay. So, yeah. Thank Really, what I'm saying, it's it's on me. Like I have yeah. I shouldn't blame it on on this one or that one. Right. So, but the Misa, like the situation, like I, I was getting angry. Right. So like, right. So like I have a problem. But right. Like, what's the problem? It's the situation. It is that person. No, the person. No. So the per. So the point. So good point. No, it's not. I don't want to start talking about Rapillo, but 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 it's not. It's 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 like we've said. You don't have road rage. You have rage. The road brings out the rage that you have. You, a person who has anger, a person who has certain things, will be, will be flared up by certain situations, right? If, and again, I don't want to, right? If, uh, if, if, uh, if, if uh, you know, uh, someone didn't, you know, you know, you speak to someone, let's say, who, who does, you wouldn't tell that story to someone who doesn't have children. You wouldn't tell that to someone who, uh, you know, has, has never, never, you know, you, why could you say it? You could say it to, to, to somebody who, who can say, okay, great. Somebody who, someone who, meaning it's all perspective, right? Like I, like I said, like I said, well, I grew up in a shul, speaking of the Holocaust and the Auschwitz thing, I grew up in a shul where the kids ran around like, like, like crazy, making noise and fighting, and the, and the, and the people in the shul loved it. Why? Why they love it? Because they were in Auschwitz, and they saw little children being, being murdered, and they saw little children being killed on a daily basis. So they're like, yeah, go fight, 
go run around, blah, blah. So, so it's a perspective. They weren't getting angry. They weren't getting angry. Is that what I'm saying? Even if a person works on his road rage, there would be that one circumstance that... That what? Yeah, if, unless he did it. If he did it, you can never, it's never, it's never the outside thing that is making you angry. That is maybe triggering your, the anger that you have within yourself. But that can't make you angry. That can't, yeah, right. So you have to, you have to, right? That's, that's the reality. It's reality. Yeah, yeah, everyone, the whole world is like that. What do you mean? I could also. Traffic, what do you mean? Traffic doesn't make me angry. I have traffic. What do you mean? My wife did this. What are you talking about? What do you mean? I grew up like this. What are you talking about? Of course. They're, they're, you know, m- most people live in the world of, of blaming other people for, for their circumstances. Most people, that's, that's the Yitzhahara. That's Lashonahara. That's everything. Most people will live in that world. That's everybody else. How could you tell me it's not my? How could you tell me it's not my mother? How could you tell me it's not my father? How could you tell me it's not my boss? How could you tell me it's not my kids fighting? How could you tell me that? Anger, the frustration, the bother that I'm getting. Yes. It's never from that person. Correct. Yes. It's never. Correct. Never. That person can wake it up. That person can can can. You know, ignite it, but they don't create it. You create it, and it's within you, a hundred percent. Yeah, Menachem. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. 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 Does it come from external factors, the money, the bank account, <coughs> by the way I look, or my position? If it's external, then it's very dependent. And the second that gets, you know, threatened, our sense exactly. of security goes out the window, and then exactly. there's no way of, of coping, of, of dealing with life. Right. Because my security is gone. Right. But if your sense of security comes something that's much more within, it's not right. external, it's deeper, whether it's a mundo, whether it's you know, understanding of how
director choose like what to feel. Right. And that, that, wow, wow, that's incredible. Thank you, Yoni. Oh, beautiful. What's, what's amazing, and then we're, I mean, we're talking about the Holocaust, we're talking about things that Rahmanul Itzlan, we can't imagine, Lo Aleinu, uh, and, and uh, you know, uh, see Rafilo, what she started over here. And, 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 and what's interesting, what's interesting is that, is that, um, um, you know, I'll talk about road rage because it's so, so immature. Road rage is so babyish. It's very, very immature for a person to get angry, and uh, and it it uh, it's happened. It, it, it happens. It happens to me when someone, especially Baruch Hashem in Eretz where there's so many people driving and everyone has so much reasons, you know, to get places because everyone's trying to accomplish and everyone is so focused on themselves and a you know so sometimes you forget about the guy next to you so so it's very nice when you're driving in Israel sometimes and someone can cut you off and then you suddenly like hate the person you suddenly you know have rage against the person and it um, you know I, I could say that I, I haven't used I don't use my horn um, haven't used it in many many years uh, beeping my horn um, and uh, one of the reasons I don't beep use my horn unless it's it's a dangerous situation is because it's no different than yelling at somebody uh, with your car, screaming at somebody with your car, sitting behind someone and honking and honking and honking. And one of the things um, uh, that I think, um, as Rav Hillel mentioned, um, and as Menachem saying it, and if we can learn, if we can learn to, to in, the, in the really, really um, little, tiny, acute uh, situations that seem so unbearable for us, that we can learn to, to uh, be happy in those situations. And we can learn to, to flex, as Menachem was saying, the, the muscles of, of perspective, of a different perspective, of, of when things are not perfect, but things are not so terrible. So I think, I think that that is our avodah. Because Baruch Hashem, we're not in the Holocaust. Baruch Hashem, we're not going through you know such crazy situations. You know, no, no. no I, I, I empathize with what Rafael is saying. But at the end of the day, and I'm sure as you're seeing it now, it's like almost like silly. Like if you could go back in time, it's like so much easier to deal with. So much easier to deal with. Like what? People are like, okay, that's awesome. That's awesome that your kids were fighting and. And you're the 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 the, the like, big deal, big deal, makara, like like and, and and when you're in it, as Rabbi Ackerman was saying, when you're in it, it's like your whole life is falling apart, and your whole life is falling apart, and it becomes like this whole you know entire you know crazy dark situation, and that's why it's important for us to talk about this because we all and it's a daily that that's why I always say. You know, you know, you are in your life right now. That is your life. This is your life. This is our life right now. You're living your life right now. And when a person's able to sort of take a step back and say, like, well, wait, I'm in my life right now. Like, I want to have a great relationship with my wife. So you know what? So call up your wife and tell her you love her. You know, I want to have a great relationship with my with my roommate. So tell your roommate, you know, I like you a lot. You're a great guy. Thank you for being a good friend to me. Thank you for being a good roommate, whatever it is. Meaning, there's no reason 
why a person, it's not that there's no reason. If a person can learn in his daily uh, setting, if a person can learn in his, in, his, in his current situation to somehow wake himself up to, to, to this consciousness, a person can wake himself up to say, where am I? Who am I? What do I want my life to be like? What do I want to focus on now? Then that will help him. That will help him in all of the situations that we're talking about. Because a person who's asleep, so to speak, a person who's sleeping in his consciousness, and a person's just, you know, as, as I've said, the, the wheel is spinning and the hamster is dead. The wheel is spinning of life. You wake up in the morning and you have your afternoon and you have your evening and it's just going, you know, in and out and this and that. And I'm just like a bobblehead, just walking around, just walking around with, a, with an unconscious, um, you know, and, and if something happens, I will, I will react however I react. As opposed to a person who's living and there's no comparison to, to, to two types of people. There's no comparison to being a person who is able to live by taking a step back and saying, this is the way I want to live my life. This is the life that I want to live. This is the life that I want to, that I want to create for myself. And I think one of the hardest things is that we don't even spend the time to stop to, to analyze that and to stop to think of how is it that I want to spend my life. And the more a person does that, the, 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 the more quality and the more the life that he will live will be the life that he wants to live. He'll be able to create that life that he wants to, that he wants to live. Okay, amazing. Thank you, Ravillo. Incredible. Rabbi, see you missed a great story. Great, great story. Okay. Um, um, let's, uh, let's do a halacha and then we'll, we'll do a quick piece in the Mesil Sisharim. Halacha in practice in Chavetz Chaim, day 171, page day, day 65. Even if something is already well known, something that people um, don't know, when it comes to Rechilas. Rechilas is putting, pinning two people against each other. Did you know that this guy thinks this and this about you? You're not allowed to say that. You're not allowed to say that this person thinks terrible things about you. So, um, says the, says the Chavetz Chaim, it is well known that someone dislikes his landlord. You're not allowed to tell this to the landlord, even though everybody knows it. Even if the landlord knows it. You're not allowed to repeat it. Why? Because what it does is, is it awakens, it reawakens that, those negative feelings uh, to someone. So even if you know that two people don't like each other, you can't say, oh yeah, you know what so-and-so said about you. Because that will reawaken those, um, those feelings. Okay, Hashem will help each and every one of us. And I just want to start one piece from Mitzvah Sharm today, which is a, uh, really what we've been talking about. Hashem will help us all to not speak any Lashon Hara, to see the good in each other, and as we started off today and we ended off yesterday about learning to love yourself. In order to love other people, in order to love other Jews, you have to love yourself. And the way to love yourself is to be into yourself, to, to be focused on yourself. When you're focused on everybody else, so that's a deterrent of love of yourself. 
When you love yourself, you spend time with yourself, you focus on yourself, you get to know yourself, you get to understand yourself. That's, that's loving oneself. When a person is totally involved in other people and his whole life is just about other people. So that's, uh, that's something that is, that is a, a, um, something that causes Lashnahara. It's something that causes Lashnahara, causes us to see negative in other people, to see negative in ourselves. And Hashem will help all of us and, and Klal Yisrael not to speak Lashnahara, not to hear Lashnahara, not to accept any Lashnahara, us and all the Jewish people. Amen. Um, we'll end off Parak Chavdalet. We're at the end of Mesil um, Susharim. Um, it's exciting. Be'ezus Hashem that we can restart. Um, but, but we still have some time, a little bit more to go. And um, I end off the Parak Chavdalet, the 24th Parak, and we spoke about this today. Ain lo, it's based on the Gemara and Brachas. The Gemara and Brachas says, Ain lo lakadun baruchu, that we live in a world that olam, the, the word olam means helam, which means it's hidden. What's hidden in this world? God is hidden in this world. Hashem is hidden in this world. And one of the goals and missions of life is for us to find Hashem. To find HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And finding Hashem doesn't mean, as the Chavetz Chaim says, also based on the Gemara and Brachas, the Gemara and Brachas says, when a person says Shema, so he's supposed to have in mind, Shema Yisrael, when he says Echad, right, the Rakia, that Hashem is in the Rakia, and he's in the Marav, and he's the Mizrach, and he's all over, and the Chavetz Chaim says, he says, yes, yes, Hashem is, is, is all over the world, but most importantly, he's over my world, as the Sasema says, when we say on Rosh Hashanah, means God should reign over the world. Says the Sasema, what does that mean that God should reign over the world? That Hashem should reign over my world. Hashem should be the king of my personal world. And that I want to have a relationship with Hashem. I want to find Hashem within my Dalid Amos. And that means whatever the situations might be, for a person to accept that wherever he is, wherever he's been, wherever he will be, is all a connection and the goal, like we've been saying. Your circumstances, as we said earlier today, a person's circumstances, a person's parents, a person's spouse, a person's life, a person's situation that he's in is... We, we, that could be something that was that we don't have Bechira. That could be something in a certain way that was set up for us. Al Pi Kabbalah we have, I think, Bechira in that also. But, but as far as our level is concerned, we didn't have Bechira. You were born to the family you were born at the time that you were born, with your personality, with the situation. That was set up for you. But how you look at your life in relation to Hashem being in your life, that's up to you. How much Hashem you bring in your life, how much Yira, which is Malashan Roeh, to see Hashem, how much you see Hashem is up to you. So Hashem will help each and every one of us. We should be Zoha. Any questions, comments, and then we'll wrap up. Please. Uh, I just want to know if you can clarify. Yeah. 
Yeah. When you said at the end of um, uh, your selection about being all about ourselves. Right. Right. I think somebody coming to hear that sounds like... You're selfish. Right, selfish, right. So just to clarify, right, it's not... Uh, the more you have, the more you can give. So people, people who, who are, who uh, uh, we'll call it self-care, that's selfish. The more a person can, can take care of himself, the more he can take care of other people. The more a person um, knows how to discipline himself, the more he can give that over to other people. The more a person is able to, to be true to himself, the more he can be true to other people. The more a person, every, every relationship is really based on one's relationship with himself. So the more a person learns to understand himself, the more a person learns to invest in himself, then the more he will be a light to other people. The greater a person, the reason I say that over here is because this is the time to do it. Not everyone, Rabrafi, is going to be Zoha to be your age, back in yeshiva, sitting in yeshiva, learning and growing in Misil Sharm. Halavai, all of you will be Zoha when you're Rabrafi's age uh, to be sitting in Misil Sharm, working on yourself, working on yourself. That, what you're doing is not normal. What you're doing is not typical for people to do. You're supposed to not be working on yourself. Right? People when they're younger, then you don't even work on themselves. So by you investing in yourself, by you investing in yourself your whole life, that's what life is about. People, people know what's funny about what you're saying, Rabafi. People in, in, in society say, oh, I gotta be there for others, I gotta this, I gotta that, that, but really they're ultimately the most selfish people in the world. When a person truly, truly, Reb Chaim Kanievsky, is, is one of the most powerful uh, people in the entire world. What, what, what does he do? He's taking care of himself his whole life. He's been investing in himself his whole life. Then he can give the most to other people. So, so there, there's, uh, you know, people who give people, right? One of, it's a great line. Teachers, teachers are always learning. Teachers are always learning. And the more you're learning, the better teacher you are. Healers are always healing. Right? It's the, 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 the tzaddikim are always working on themselves. The tzaddikim are always investing in themselves more and more and more. Obviously, they're, 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 uh, they're humble and their whole entire purpose is for the Klal Yisrael, is for other people. But, but, but taking care of yourself is, is primary, especially in our generation where we don't have so much time. We're so, we have so much time. If the, average, if the average amount of time that people are on there, the average amount of time that people are on their phone is seven to eight hours a day. And that's not including uh, productive being on your phone. Seven, eight hours a day of, of uh, that, 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 that's like half your day. It's half your day because you sleep, you sleep eight hours, sleep seven hours. So you're 15 hours, you're already out. So how many hours does a person, does a person have? Yeah, okay. Hashem will help us all. And most importantly, as we end off as we always say uh, don't worry about your future because most of the time when you're younger you're worried what's going to be well, how am I going to make a living how am I going to this, how am I going to that how am I going to this, what's going to be in a month from now what's going to be in a week from now what's going to be next year, what's going to be this the best thing you could do for your future is have a great today it's the best thing you could do because success breeds success 
One day builds upon another day. Have a great today. And the best thing you could do to fix yesterday and to fix a month ago and to fix last year, you can't do anything. It doesn't exist anymore. Last year doesn't exist. Yesterday doesn't exist. Never, ever, ever will. Never will ever exist again. As, as I've said, a minute from now is... is, uh, is uh, what was the line? It slipped my mind. A million years, right? A minute ago, sorry. A minute ago is further away from me than a million years from now. A minute ago is further away from me from a million years from now. What happened yesterday is further away from you than, than, than 10 million years from now. How crazy is that? So what are you going to do? There's nothing you can do about what you did five minutes ago. There's nothing you can do about it. But you could do something. You live today. You have a great today. You change today. Shem will help all of us live an amazing first day of the rest of our life. Have a wonderful day, everybody.